0: انا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه واله وسلم بما اللهم صلِّ على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد صلاةً تنجينا بها من جميع الأهوال والآفات وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها إنك على الدرجات وتبلغنا بها أقسى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات إنك على كل شيء قدير من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يُضْلِلُهُ فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمداً عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ظهر الفساد في البر والبحر بما كسبت أيدي الناس ليذيقهم ليذيقهم بعض الذي عملوا لعلهم يرجعون وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا امنوا بالله ورسوله والكتاب الذي والكتاب الذي نزل على رسوله والكتاب الذي انزل من قبل ومن يكفر بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله ورسله واليوم الآخر فقد ضل ضلالا بعيدا وقال تبارك وتعالى مثل الذين اتخذوا من دون الله أولياء كمثل العنكبوت اتخذت بيتا وإن أوهن البيوت لبيت العنكبوت لو كانوا يعلمون وقال تبارك وتعالى قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الايمان بين الخوف والرجاء وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Sadaq al-Azim wa sadaq Rasuluhu al-Nabiyyul-Kareem wa nahnu ala thalika lamina shahideen wa shakirina walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen On Rabbal al Listeners on the receiver system and all those who have linked onto the live streaming system. assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Whoever contemplated on the last 15th of Shaban, that we will be where we are today. Our masjids are calling out. Our madaris, our khanka, our darul ulooms our tiblighi marakis our jamaats going in the path of Allah. Where is everything today? Did we really ever think that in our lives these days and nights will come upon us? For a Muslim, for a mu'min, every condition is a mercy and a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Though we understand Or we don't understand. But Allah in his infinite wisdom. In his knowledge. In his power. And in his capacity. As the sole creator of the universe. Can do whatever he wants. Whenever he wants. However he wants. And to whomsoever he wants. When our Jamaat in their bayans, in their bayans after the namazas, have been saying for years in and years out, Allah does what He wants. Allah is the sole doer. Allah is the sole controller. Allah, everything originates from Him. Everything will return to Him. All these things. But it never really hit back to us. It never really we never really understood it. We heard it, but we never understood it. Our ears heard it, but our hearts did not perceive it. Today, I don't think the world was ever as advanced as it is today. Technologically, scientifically, financially, in whichever way we want to call it, but for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To have brought everybody on, his, on their knees How long did it take? Then too We look for answers We look for solutions to our problems In the Quran A hadith Lifestyle of Nabiya Karim Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And in the history Of the predecessors of Islam. There has always been some era or the other which will serve as a guiding light and which will serve as a beacon of light for us to find the path again. Amongst the many, many ayats in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ظهر الفساد في والبحر بِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِ النَّاسِ لِيُذِيقَهُمْ بَعْدَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ That corruption has appeared on land and sea because of the evil action of men so that they may taste the consequences of some of their evil actions and because of that they may make tawbah and they may adopt taqwa and return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To understand this, the world's most famous commentary in our present times, written by Allama Alusi Baghdadi Rahimahullah, Ruhul Ma'ani, in there he mentions when Allah says corruption has appeared on land and sea, he refers to corruption in the form of famine, plagues, tsunamis, fires, and barakah being wiped off the face of this earth. If we really try to ponder, we will find that exactly that is the condition today. And not only that, coupled with it, there is so much shamelessness, so much lewdness, so much of transgression of the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we have not even regarded sin as sin anymore. We have not regarded guna as guna anymore. This, what we call, in a general term, punishment, In reality is not a punishment, but it is a blessing in disguise. It is a blessing in disguise in the sense that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still so loving and so kind that He is giving us signs that I am your Rabb, I am the controller of the universe. I am your sustainer. I am the one who gives life and death. I am the, the one who gives risk. I am the one who you are supposed to be worshipping one and only. Where have you gone? Where have you gone? Why have you turned away from my mercies and rahmah? Why have you got involved into disobedience and transgression? Allah says... بِمَا kasabat أَيْتِن nas Conditions will come, famine will come, plagues will come, tsunamis will come, fires will come, because of what man has earned with his own hands. لِيُذِّيقَهُمْ So that he taste of that which we can give him. This is not actually punishment. This is only a, an awakening call. This is only to show you that Allah has Qudrat over everything. Allah has Qudrat over every atom of this universe. Allah has Qudrat over the heavens. Allah has power over the skies. Allah has power over the earth. (coughs) Allah has power over those forces which are seen and unseen. Allah can use the smallest of His creation... ...like He used at the time of Abraha... ...small birds to destroy them... ...and Allah can use an invisible creation... ...which He has used on this occasion... ...to bring us back to understand... ...that Allah is in control of everything. Allah has used such a creation... ...which when it attacks a person... ...He is not even aware that it has hit him... ...only after some time He realizes... I have become the victim of something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set upon me. Really speaking, the ayat of the Qur'an says this very clearly. وَمَا هُمْ بِضَارِّينَ بِهِ مِنْ أَحَدٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ There is nothing that can harm anybody whatsoever on this earth and in this universe except with the permission of Allah except for the order and will of Allah. If this has happened, it has happened because of the will of Allah. It has happened because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted it to happen. It has not happened because of all other theories and ideologies that we talk about, and that has become our discussion on our tables, that has become our discussions on our chats. Nothing of these are relevant when it comes to the qudrat and the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, amilu. So that they taste of what they have done, what they have earned, with their own hands. And after seeing that, yarji'oon, They come back to me. They make tawbah. They make astaghfar. And they come to acknowledge that, our oh Allah, You are our sole controller, our master. And everything that we have is from you. And everything we owe is to you. We do not owe anything to anybody in this world. Everything is from you. And it is for you. And we have to give it back to you. In reality, plagues, tsunamis, Pandemics, epidemics—it's not the first time that it has come. We sometimes think: Is this a punishment, or is this, as I mentioned, a blessing of Allah? We need to understand that, according to the Hadith of Nabiya Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam, every condition for a mu'min is a blessing. If there is difficulty, hardship, trials, tribulations, and he makes sabr on it, then that is a great boon, great bounty, great ni'mat Allah, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for him. Allah will reward him tremendously for that. And likewise, when there are bounties showered on a servant of Allah, and he is enjoying those bounties, and he uses it in accordance with the dictates of Sharia. And according to the sunnah and the pattern shown by Nabi Karim wasallam. And he makes shukr, That is also a great a bounty. When a lot of people we see say this is a punishment, this is a adab. <coughs> Let us look to what our pious predecessors say. ...regarding when is it a punishment, when it is a bounty, when is it a mercy... ...how will we distinguish? (inaudible) Shah (inaudible) Waliullah, Rahimahullah has said... ...that calamities are a test for good people... ...when they endure it with contentment... ...and it is also a gift of Allah. They remain happy and contented in troubles and calamities... Like a patient who remains contented on his treatment by medicines of bitter taste or by painful surgery. Not only he does not complain of the pain he faced during treatment, but he also pays fees for it. And he utilizes all his resources for getting himself treated in such a painful manner. Despite that he is happy, he is contented. That is a blessing. As against the evildoers on whom the calamity falls as a punishment, how do they receive it? How do they treat it? They take it very seriously to heart. They cry and they moan against the sufferings they are placed in. And many a times they even utter words of ingratitude to the extent of blasphemy, then that indeed is a punishment. Hakim ummat Hazrat Mawlana Rahmatullah has given another method of distinguishing between the two. He mentions, if one becomes aware of his sins and faults, and finds greater inclination towards seeking pardon from Allah, That means after he comes to realize what is happening to him is because of his sins and his faults and he turns towards tawbah, then it is a sign of Allah's kindness and favor on him. (coughs) On the other hand, if one gets frustrated on the conditions that he experiences and instead he indulges in more sins and evil then it is a sign of Allah's wrath and torment. Now, from the hadith of Nabi Karim wasallam, we need to understand that there are certain specific actions which are the causes of epidemics and plagues. And we need to see if we in some way or the other are involved in those actions or not we need to take an analysis of of our condition we need to take reckoning of ourselves and then we will realize what is the way forward for us how we should treat this condition this situation and how we should go on Year from Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Says in a hadith in Ibn Majah This hadith is also in Mustadrak of Hakim He says If ever immorality Spreads in a community to the extent That it is Openly committed And people talk about it As if nothing wrong has taken place Nothing wrong has happened then plagues and diseases which were not present in the previous generations will spread amongst them. Nabiya Karim sallallahu alaihi wa also said, whenever morality, immorality, shamelessness, bihayah becomes apparent in a nation, Allah lets loose death upon them that many, many people will die very, very quickly. When we talk of immorality, what do we refer to? It is referred to such sins which are lured lewd and obscene. This lewdnessness and this obscenity could be in speech or language, in uttering foul, evil, lewd speech, or any indecent act as per the Quran, like pornography, fornication, adultery, homosexuality, bestiality, incest, and other perversions. Also, immorality where refers to any such major sin for which Sharia has prescribed a had, a specific punishment. Examples This believing in Allah after having believed in Him. That is, after having turned renegade. Killing an innocent soul. Dealing in riba usury interest. Treating one's parents harshly. Drinking. Stealing. Giving false testimony, etc. All these actions come under the embed of immorality lewdness, and behayai. From there let us take three major conditions that are prevalent in our times today which we do not even regard anymore as a sin, which has become part of our society, which has become part of our nature, our habit, and which has become part of our daily lives. Amongst that the first is fornication. Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala who says, when fornication becomes rife, killings will increase and epidemics will incur in multitudes. If we look today, we do not only take fornication as the act of zina in itself, fornication in exposing our satar, fornication in looking at strange woman, fornication of the eyes, of the ears, of the mind, of the heart Pornography All that is fornication Ibn Abbas calls Ka'ab Ahbar who said When you see that rains have stopped Then know that zakat has been withheld When you see swords are drawn Then know that the law of Allah has been destroyed So some are taking revenge on others And when you see an epidemic breaking out, then know that fornication has spread. Respected brothers, friends, listeners, I do not need to go in the details of what we talk of fornication. It has become second nature to us in our homes, in our families, in our societies. Even those that are pious or regarded pious don't even regard it as an evil anymore. Intermingling of men and women Hafiz ibn al-Qayyim writes in Turuk al On page 239 The translation of which is There is no doubt that enabling women to mix freely with men Is the basis of every calamity and evil And it is from the greatest causes for the descending of widespread punishments just as it is from the causes of destroying public and private dealings. Mixing of men and women is a cause for the increase of immoral actions and zina, and it is one of the causes of widespread death and continuous plagues. To understand what is a plague and how many times and in what conditions it prevailed in the past, Very briefly, I need to go through just a few such occasions. In the 18th year of Hijrah, in the period of the greatest of Khalif, Amirul Mu'mineen Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, a group of Muslims in Sham were engaged in drinking alcohol. Abu Ubaidah, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, who was the governor at that time, lashed them ...by the command of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. On this, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu remarked... ...he said, because of this... ...some major event will happen this year... ...and true to his words... ...the plague of Amwas then occurred... ...wherein over 25,000... ...Sahaba became Shaheed... ...in the year 449... 1057 58, the Christian era. There was a major epidemic in the Middle East and Asia. Most of the houses became empty. Doors were locked and people died in their homes. The four legs of a dog which had turned green, rotten, was found by a woman. She had no other food to eat. She roasted that and she ate that. A man roasted a child in a furnace and ate her. It is stated that a bird, dead bird fell from a wall. Five men rushed to it. They divided it amongst themselves and ate it. A letter from Bukhara states that 18,000 people passed away in one day. 18,000 people passed away in one day. It was estimated that at least 1.65 million people passed away just in the region of Bukhara alone. People would pass the city. They would see nothing but empty marketplaces, bare roads, locked doors, desolation and no human. News arrived from Azerbaijan and surrounding areas that they were afflicted with the epidemic and very few were saved in those cities the epidemic spread to Ahwaz, Bawad, etc and one of the great causes or one of the great effects of that epidemic was hunger was his major cause the poor people were roasting dogs, digging graves and roasting the deceased before eating them people were only engaged day and night in washing the deceased preparing them for burial and then burying them ...large graves were dug, 20 to 30 people were buried in one grave. A person would be sitting, his heart would split and blood would emerge from his heart heart, and his blood would emerge from his mouth and thereupon immediately he would pass away. The copy of a letter from Simarkand to Balkh arrived at Baghdad stating that each day 5 to 6 thousand or more righteous Muslims are being buried... The stores are shut. The people are engaged night and day in burying their dead and bathing them and shrouding them. Then eventually people turned and they repented. And they only not repented, but they gave most of their wealth in charity. <coughs> to such an extent, they could not find anyone who would accept it from them. A poor person would be given abundance of gold. ...silver and clothing, he would say. I don't want this gold, silver and clothing. I need a slice of bread to eat. I need that which will satiate my hunger. Despite all the gold and silver at his disposal... ...he could not find a piece of bread to eat. When this epidemic broke out... ...people responded by pouring away the alcohol... ...breaking the instruments of music and entertainment... ...attaching themselves to the masjids, reciting the Qur'an and worshipping Allah. And likewise, the women in the homes were doing likewise. The residents of the homes that had alcohol would all die within the same night. In one residence, 18 corpses were found. And upon searching the house, alcohol was found therein. Another example of an ill person is cited, who was in the agony of death for seven days... But his soul would not leave his body. His suffering continued until he pointed to the alcohol in his home. It was only after it was removed that his soul left his body and he passed away. Before this, whoever entered these houses with alcohol also passed away. Whoever was engaged with a woman in a haram relationship was would pass away immediately. All Muslims who had broken ties had not repaired them, would pass away at the same time. Whoever entered a house to take anything left behind would be found dead, would be found dead together with the goods in the house. A man would pass away in the masjid. They found 50,000 dirhams with him. People were offered to take it, but none did so. It was left for nine days in the masjid. After this, four men entered the masjid to take it But before they could reach the wealth, they all passed away immediately. It has been said from the start of Shawwal, from the start of Shawwal to the end of Zilqada, the janazas that came out of the doors of Samarkand were counted and they came out, 236,000 janazas were taken out, 236,000 janazas. This pandemic originated in Turkestan. A land of disbelievers. And then came from there to the lands of Sahoon, Kazgar, Shah, Farghana, and those regions. And rich Samarkand on the 27th of Ramadan of that year. So respected brothers and friends, let us really take these wake up calls from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala very, very, very seriously. Let it just not be an occasion that is going to go over we do not know what we are still heading for we do not know what are the consequences of what we are what we have just got into we are worried of who is going to hit us technologically who is going to destroy us with this power and that power who are we afraid of where is our iman what should our iman what should our iman have been wallahi Look at the example of the Sahaba in Badr. They were 313. Two or three of them had horses. Few of them had spears and arrows. They fought a thousand strong force, well equipped to the teeth. But what did they have in them? They had iman in them. And because of that iman, Allah said, وَلَقَدْ نَسَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِبَدْرِوُ وَأَنْتُمْ adilla That you were disgraced, you had nothing. But our help came to you. We, we have turned to every avenue in this world. For everything else. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have iman on the power of everything else. But we have iman on Allah. Today, we are in a situation where we are in. We do not even realize what our iman, the condition of our iman is. Allah forbid. Allah forbid. Tomorrow, if it has come to... If it has come to, if it comes to such a situation, will we even compromise our Iman or not? Are we really prepared to leave this world in sacrifice, in hardship, in difficulty, in simplicity? For us, our beloved, our luxuries are very, very, very beloved. Our businesses are very, very beloved. Our relations are very, very beloved. Our homes are very, very beloved. Our parties and occasions are very, very beloved. Will we really be able to stand the test of time? Respected brothers and friends, Allah is so kind, so kind. And especially, I think His, his kindness has been more greater to us. He has brought this great test in such a month of Shaban, which will lead into Ramadan, where every person becomes conscious ...of his deen... ...becomes conscious of Allah... ...and this is a month... ...where we turn... ...and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... ...and we beg of Him... ...and respected brothers and friends... ...our Iman... ...a lot of people say... ...Allah is very loving... ...and yes, we should only worry... ...we shouldn't worry... ...we should have full trust in His love... ...we should have full trust and hope in that... ...yes indeed... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very loving. So much more, much more than our own parents. And that is why he has brought this condition to show us that, listen, let you come right, come to me, turn towards me, come away from the wrong that you are doing, so that when you come to me with a clean slate, I can give you my Jannah. Don't come to me with a dirty slate. Don't come to me with a reckoning which is good, full of evil deeds. When you will you will, you will then become deserving of Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He is indeed very loving. That is why He has brought these conditions. A mu'min's iman is supposed to be between al-al-imanu bayn al-khawfi wa raja. A condition of fear and a condition of hope. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu. What a great personality he was. Just to give you who this personality is. Or who he was and who he is in the history of Islam. On the day of Qiyamah. When everybody will say, Nafsi, Nafsi. All the Anbiya, alayhimu, salatu wassalam, Nobody will have the courage of going to Allah and say, Oh Allah. Please start reckoning Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Will fall in sajda And he will praise Allah in a manner That never was praised before And for many long period Of time he will be in sajda Then Allah will turn his attention Towards his beloved and say Oh my beloved What is it that you stand up Raise and ask today Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Will make shafaati kubra Intercession for humanity. That, oh Allah, humanity is suffering on this day. The horrendous torments of this day has become unbearable. Please start reckoning. So those deserving of Jannah can go into Jannah. And those that need to go into Jahannam, go to Jahannam. sallallahu alaihi wasallam will make this plea to Allah. Allah will ask, oh Muhammad, who do you have to bring in front of me for me to start reckoning with? Nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will take the head of Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala and put him in front of Allah subhanahu ta'ala. He will not put Sayyidina Ibrahim. He will not put Sayyidina Musa. He will not put Sayyidina Isa. He will not put nobody. He will put Abu Bakr Siddiq and he says, Oh Allah, take reckoning of my Abu Bakr. Before Allah takes reckoning, Allah will say, Oh Muhammad, Abu Bakr, I have a, he has a debt on me as well. And he has a debt on you as well. We both owe him. How can I even take his reckoning? Oh Abu Bakr, all the eight doors of Jannah are open for you. Enter from whichever door you so please. Respected listeners. Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Who has such a great maqam. But sometimes when the fear of Allah used to come over him. used to say, oh, I wish I was a blade of grass. I wish my mother hadn't given birth to me. I wish, what will I answer if I have to stand on the day of Qiyamah in front of Allah? That is the level of fear they had. We, with the little we do, we become so complacent as if we did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a favor and He owes us something. Respected brothers and friends, respected listeners, We should understand our attitude is what needs to change in deen. Our attitude is what needs to change in deen. There are different avenues regarding our lives, wherein our attitude needs to change. And I'm going to mention a few today. First of all, we bleed, our hearts bleed, so much so when we see the masjid totally empty, where are those musallis? Where are those who used to make dhikr? Where are those who used to recite Quran? Where are those who used to keep programs in the masjid? Where are they all today? Respected as brothers and friends, we really need to find out and understand why has this happened to us. Some weeks ago I mentioned our etiquettes of coming to the masjid is very wrong. First of all, we do come to the masjid. We do not even realize whose house we are coming to. When we come to the masjid, we do not even adorn ourselves in an attire that is behoving of coming to the house of Allah. After we come to the masjid, we will sit and talk outside. Irrelevant things. Instead of coming in the house of Allah, reading a few rakat namaz, saying a few tasbihs, making dua to Allah. And then when the namaz starts We run And we make Allahu Akbar Assalamu alaikum salam Today Muzin gave very long adhan Today Imam Shah, uh, uh Was two minutes over Today the Jumma khutbah Was very long Today the bayan uh, was uh, well over They didn't consider our, our Business times We were carrying on As if we were doing Allah a favor When we come to his house Respected brothers and friends Allah has closed his doors on us Allah has closed his doors on us Our attitude needs to change When we leave home Make wudu and leave Come in a proper attire Come with that mindset that I am going to my Allah's house When you walk into the house of Allah Stop gossiping in the courtyards Stop talking of worldly things Come with the greatest of reverence and respect in this house of Allah. Make two rakat tahiyatul Make two rakat tahiyatul masjid. Read some tasbihat. Wait for the imam. Enjoy your namaz. Not everything is a criticizing. This imam, that Molana, this surah, that surah. It is if we were doing Allah a favor. Allah says, Allahu samad. I am independent The whole world put together I don't need you It will not If none of you make my ibadat It will not decrease my greatness And if all of you make my ibadat It will not increase in my greatness To such an extent To such an extent That we have heard from our elderly ulama That the heart of a man Controls the whole body The heart of this world Is the Kaabatullah The heart of this world Is the baitullah. Allah is so upset. He has even closed the heart of this world to us. He has even closed the baytullah to us. He does not even need the tawaf. When we used to go for tawaf, we used to go with our selfies. When we used to make salam at the roda, Allah has even deprived us of going and standing in front of the blessed countenance of Muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It is our own doings. We need to change our attitude. We need to reflect on our lives. What have we been doing? And what do we need to do? Where is the change that needs to come? Respected brothers and friends, the attitudes in our business. We left the teachings of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We left the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We became very successful businessmen. We wanted to adopt the strategies of the present uh, corporate world. And because of that, we threw the sunnats of business out of our doors. Today Allah has closed those very businesses also that we thought were sustaining us. Allah says, you sit in your home, I will show you, I am feeding you. It is not your business that is feeding you. It is not your business that is giving you risk. Nahnu <laughs> I am the one that is giving you risk. At your homes, we were musafirs in our homes. We never really appreciated quality time. Whenever there was an occasion, we used to run out of our homes. We had so much of situations where we deprived our women of their rights, where we did not fulfill the rights of our mothers and daughters. We didn't fulfill the rights of our wives. Today, we are sitting in the very home looking at those very women, those Park pure woman who Allah has kept for us. When we used to go out of the house, we used to forget we have wholesome and park pure woman at home. We used to go look at all haram outside and we used to take pleasure from them. Allah has brought us in our homes. Look, this is your wife. This is your halal wife She is the one that you need to appreciate When you leave the home She takes care of your house She takes care of your children She takes care of everything When you come home she gives you food She does everything for you She is the one that you need to be loyal to But our gazes were all the time Wandering outside On everything that was haram Allah put us in our homes Our functions I do not even want to go in the details of it we have actually gone competing Which function is better than the other To such an extent that the kuffar even stopped And we carried on And the limit It was beyond limit there is, is, It's not even worth making mention of things tonight But we know very well To what level we used to go in our functions Absolutely, totally against Quran and Sunnah and then we used to give it the name of Walima, sunnah of Rasulullah. One name Walima used to be Sunnah. 101 things used to be against sunnah. The dressing used to be against sunnah. The invitation used to be against sunnah. The people invited used to be against sunnah. The people coming used to be against sunnah. The people going used to be against sunnah. Everything used to be against sunnah. But one big placard we used to send, Come to the sunnah, Walima. Were we making a mock of the sunnah of Nabi Akram Saldam�? Is that the functions we used to like to entertain And we used to go and take pleasure of And unfortunately The pious and the non-pious The first safusalli and the last safusalli We all were involved in it Ulama, non-ulama We all attended these functions We all went and we graced it And we thought because we went there We made it a holy function Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has brought upon plagues and epidemics Because of the intermingling of sexes in the ummah And this is a reality for us to understand In our finances We never had simplicity We never had sharia We went to all institutions To look for haram wealth And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Once you go for haram You are at war with me This is the war that we are seeing today The whole world is based on haram The whole world's finances is based on haram The world's markets are about to crash and are crashing what is that? Whose power is that? Who did we fight? Allah says, You will not know my armies that are present in this world and Allah has put one of them upon us. Everything will come falling and crashing down. Even when we used to go out and do the work of Deen, in that also we used to bring our dunya. Our dunya in a sense that we used to broadcast and advertise. And we used to take pride and it used to be a sense of, an occasion of showing our ego. There was never humbleness. There was never turning towards Allah. There was never making rujoo. We used to feel happy at whatever we used to do. Ujub was in every occasion of our deen activities. We never thought and said, oh Allah, you gave me the tawfiq to do this. Oh Allah, you gave, made it possible. Oh Allah, you accepted." We became proud of our deenie activities as well. And we became com- com- complacent in our, in our comforts. We never thought of what reality is. We thought that this luxury and comfort is going to take us through everything. We make dua that the bounties that Allah has given us, Allah must not take it away from us overnight. Wallahi, that will become the greatest form of depression. There will be nothing to break that depression. Are we really prepared to eat a simple piece of bread and a broth? Or are we accustomed to that five and ten courses of meals? When will we bring simplicity into our lives? When will we teach our children simplicity? When will we teach our women at home simplicity? We take pride in all the doings of the kuffar. We do not even regard our neighbors as neighbors anymore. Yes, if there is something that we can benefit from them, then they are our neighbours. But if it is a poor neighbour or somebody in the neighbourhood that has nothing much to do or nothing much that that can add to our ego or nothing much that can add to our status, then it's just another person. Respected brothers, friends, listeners, our attitude in everything has become so rotten, so rotten, far away from sunnah. We used to take... And we used to say it with honor and fakhar and pride. That kitchen is only open from Monday to Friday. From Friday to Sunday kitchen is closed. We must eat out. What we used to go eat out? Haram. Halal. Who prepared it? What Bismillah was read on it? What what clean hands were used to prepare that food? Which person with, with kalima used to prepare that food? What iman was in the preparation of that food? But no... That became the norm of our day. That became the call of our time. Pious and non-pious. Dini conscious and non-conscious. We used to have eat-outs. Today, in our homes, our wives, who are pure, make wudu. They cook our food. Look at the pleasure in that food. And look at the pleasure that we, we thought we are enjoying. Today, that has become dull for us. Movies. There was a time when I remember I was a youngster Our elder people used to say on the 15th night of Shaban We must make Toba, we mustn't go see Biscope again We must make Toba, we all sing Biscope That time people used to go to jam cinema This cinema, that cinema They knew it was wrong, it was haram Then cinema went away, TV came The debate went whether TV is right or wrong Haram or halal People made it halal, people made it haram It carried on ...and as the TV went on... ...the small screen, the black and white became a color screen... ...the color screen became a bigger screen... ...now in the house... ...you have a full cinema... ...with all sound system... ...those people... ...regarded to be haram... ...and they made toba of it... ...we do not even regard it as wrong... ...we don't even get the toba tofi to-, to make toba of it anymore... ...we have justified it... ...and now that very cinema has come into our hands... ...and we know very well... What is happening on that? Respected brothers and friends and listeners, there is an addiction, an addiction to drugs, an addiction to alcohol, different kinds of addiction. This also is an addiction. I am repeating what I am saying. The cell phone also is an addiction. If we will not learn to control it, it will control our lives Like how it is controlling our lives today Anybody can put anything in there It affects our iman It affects our relation We start fighting with one another We start debating with one another We start quarreling with one another There was a time when deen was taught In the masajid The foundation and the basis of deen Used to be learned in the masjid The madrasas, At the feet of the ulama Today we on our Our lounge couches with cigarettes in our mouth Are interpreting the Quran in hadith of Nabi Karim Do we even know what our pious predecessors went In preserving a hadith In reading and quoting a hadith Imam Bukhari, before every hadith he wrote, he used to make wudu, make two rakats of namaz, and he used to make dua to Allah, that Allah, I'm including this hadith in my Bukhari, that same Bukhari that is in our hands, we do not even have wudu. we sit with it on our couches, we look at it on TVs and cell phones, and we have absolutely no knowledge about it, and we have cigarettes in our mouth, and we give commentaries, and we give our explanation on that Bukhari. What Bukhari are we going to understand? And what are we going to teach the world? This addiction we need to control. Mothers, sisters, daughters, fathers, sons, brothers, ulama, non-ulama. I plead and humbly beg to every ummati of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Control this addiction. Make it a time. I will only attend to the phone from this time to that time. Or from that time to that time. Or I will only answer calls. More than that. I will not go on to Facebook. I will not go on to WhatsApp. I will not go on to Twitter. I will not go into all these other things. These are the things that have destroyed our lives. These are the things that have taken us away from Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. My beloved listeners, my dearest friends, my Muslim brothers, we need to change. If we not going to change today, what is going to be the future tomorrow? Our future and the future of our offspring. Are they going to have iman or not? Are they going to come and hold us on the day of Qiyamah by our necks and says, you have sold our iman? What will we reply? To who will we reply? So respected listeners, brothers, friends, mothers, sisters, Allah has been so kind. He's given us ...life to witness this great night of e Bara'a... ...the night of salvation... ...the night of forgiveness... ...the night when Allah opens the doors of the heavens... It is for us now... ...to think back of all the wrongs that we have committed... ...all the evils that we have been indulging ourselves in... ...all the wrong attitudes that we have been displaying... ...and beg unto Allah... ...that O oh Allah... Forgive every ummati of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Those that have been affected by these viruses And that have come to you Give them the stages of shuhada Allah open our masajid Awallah open our haram I was so touched two night two mornings ago When I came for fajr I saw one person quietly walking away I thought was I don't know who's the strength and I tried to put my bright lights on And I seen, I seen one brother Amongst the trees, slipping away But I recognized his face During the day I met him I asked him, why, what was wrong this morning? You were so early, you were walking away from the masjid Where were you going to? He said, "Morana. whole night I couldn't sleep I just wanted to make two rakhas namaz in the masjid I came to the door of the masjid I came to the door of the masjid I found it locked And I was going back home Brothers and friends, this is the condition of the ummah today. Who is not longing for this masjid? Who is not longing for our deen? Who is not longing for the Quran? Who is not longing for the Tafsirs in the morning? Who is not longing for the talim? But we have forgotten who we were supposed to be. We've forgotten... Who, what we were supposed to be doing. We thought we're doing Allah a favor with the little that we're doing. We have to seriously make tawbah. It is a night where Allah accepts tawbah. Every person's tawbah Allah will accept. Make Salat to It is the greatest form of Astaghfar. Read Astaghfar. Read Duru Sharif. Read Astaghfirullah al la ilaha illahu. Read ayat ta la ilaha illa Read Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. Make dua in whichever way you know, whichever language you know, in whichever manner you know. If you are sick, lie in your bed and make dua. If you are healthy, stand and make dua. If you are in a position to sit, sit and make dua. Let us, as an ummah, Turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And say, oh Allah, indeed we have wronged. Oh Allah, we have taken advantage of your kindness and your mercy. Oh Allah, we have really gone astray. Oh Allah, we sincerely make tawbah. And we promise and we pledge that we will never go back to our wrongs again. And Allah, forgive us. Oh Allah, forgive the ummah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. After all, we are the... Readers of the Kalima, la ilaha illallah. We are the readers of those who send durud and salawat upon your beloved Nabi. Oh Allah, accept it in our broken ways. Brothers, friends, mothers, sisters, listeners. Please, I beg from each and every one of you. Let us beg this whole night. Spend this whole night. And ask of Allah. Cry of from Allah. Shed tears. And the most important thing. Let us clean our hearts for one another. Let us clean our hearts for one another Let us not have baggage in our hearts If there is something in your heart for someone And for some reason you cannot get to him Say, Oh Allah, I have forgiven him Without him even asking me for forgiveness Oh Allah, you also forgive him Let us display this attitude Inshallah, if we do that Allah will also forgive us Respected listeners I beg of you this is a night. Let us clean our slates with Allah. Let us clean our slates with our fellow men. Forgive everyone without anybody asking for forgiveness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wa amana wa amila amalan That person who makes tawbah, who has iman, who does good deeds, I will turn the wrong that he has done into Hasanat into good deeds. Allah is so loving so merciful so kind Allah says kul ya ibadi alladhina asrafu ala anfusihim la taknatu min rahmatillah that oh say muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam to my servants that any of you who have transgressed upon yourselves you have done wrong la taknatu min rahmatillah don't become despondent of the mercies of Allah inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a Allah is prepared to forgive every each and sin of ours <speaking> in Allah <Hebrew> Allah will forgive respected listeners, mothers, sisters, brothers, elders, friends, please, let us turn to Allah, let us make this a night wherein the leaf of our life changes, wherein the page of our life changes. Let us learn from today what are the sunnahs? Of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Let us inculcate them One by one into our lives Let us be grateful to the people Who has made ihsan on us Let us be kind to those who are below us Let us be, show utmost compassion To those who are poor Who do not have Let us not show any kind Of haughtiness and aggressiveness For that has landed us To where we are today May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Make each and every one of us, myself first, and each and every one of us realize all the wrongs that we have done in life. May we make it a means, a night wherein we make Tawbah and Allah accepts our Tawbah. When we come to the morning, let us keep Rosa to say oh Allah. I have made Tawbah, I am keeping Rosa to get your happiness. Awallah, oh Allah, if I made meant to live in this life, in, in this coming year. Oh Allah keep me with Iman and take me with Iman. And oh Allah, if I mean if I meant to die, then let me die with Iman and the kalima on my lips. Oh Allah, let me not leave this world as a munafiq irrespective of what the plannings of the kuffar are, irrespective of what the technologies and scientific inventions are, we are the believers in one Allah, that Allah who is the controller of the universe. Let us turn to Him, and He will turn everything in our favor. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad والله أليس هذا ولانا محمد صلاته نجينا بها من جميل الأحوال والآفات وتدليلنا بها جميل الحاجات وتطهيرنا بها من جميل السياد وترفعنا بها إنك على درجات وتبلخنا بها أكسل غايات من جميل الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات إنك على كل شيء قدير لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو حي لا يموت بيده الخير وهو على كل شيء قدير سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا who is إلا بالله اللهم لا one ثناء عليك أنت كما the على نفسك اللهم صل على سيدنا ظلمنا أنفزنا ظلمنا we ask you forgiveness for all our sins أو الله أو الله we will never go back to the sins again أو الله كنت ارحم الراحمين فانك انت ارحم الراحمين فانك انت ارحم الراحمين يا مسرف القلوب سلف قلوبا على طاعتك يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا ولي الإسلام ثبتنا على ديني الإسلام حتى ألقاك يا ولي الإسلام ثبتنا على ديني الإسلام حتى ألقاك يا ولي الإسلام ثبتنا على ديني الإسلام حتى ألقاك اللهم أعك أخر كلامنا أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم جلاخ آخر كلامنا اشہدو ان لا الہ الا اللہ و ان محمد عبده ورسوله رسوله اللہم ارحم موتانا اللہم اخفر موتانا و موت جميعا اللہم ارحم موتانا وارحمة و المسلمين جميعا اللهم اغفر موتانا واغفر موت المسلمين جميعا اللهم اشف مرضانا وشف مرضان المسلمين جميعا نفوسنا أنت خير من أنت وليها لنا وأنت خير الرحمن. اللهم واقية الوليد اللهم واقية كواقية الوليد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وامتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان مع المتقين مع الابرار اللهم زينا بزينة الإيمان وجعلنا هداة مهتدين اللهم حبّب إلينا الإيمان وزيّنه في قلوبنا وكرّه إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم إنا نسألك حبّك وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا الى حبك اللهم اجل حبك وحب نبيك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اجل حبك وحب عمل يقربنا الى حبك اللهم دنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم من النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن اولئك رفيقا لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب الارشال اسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم La teda'lana dhamman illa ghafarta Wala haman illa farrsta Wala kirman illa nafasta Wala durran illa kashofta Wala daynan illa qadayta Wala maridhan illa shafaita Wala hajatan min hawaiji Dunya wal akhira Hila karidhan illa qadaytaha lana Waya sartaha lana Faya rahman rahimheen Awallah Awallah forgive every sin of every umati Ya Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu the son of every Ummati, uh, Allah, irrespective of who he is, what he is, what he has done, uh, Allah, you are Arhamur Rahimin. If the whole world's sins are put on one scale, and your Rahmat is put on one scale, Allah, you said, Wa rahmati wasi'at shay, that my Rahmah will encompass everything, uh, Allah, it will encompass our sins also, uh, Allah. Uh, Allah, forgive the son of every Ummati of Muhammad Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi our Lord, grant us <laughs> to be the Nasoor. Our la grant us to be the Nasoor. Our Lord, let us never ever go back. To the sins that we have committed, to the wrongs that we have committed, our oh Allah, oh Allah, even the pleasure that we may have experienced in doing sins in the past, let that also become something which we detest now, oh Allah. Let there be no pleasure, no sign of any sin that we did in the past in our lives, our oh Allah. Let us feel the evil and the harshness of it, our oh Allah. Let us feel the burden and the weight of it, our oh Allah. Oh Allah, we sincerely and truly ask you. Forgive our O Allah. Every ummah of rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. O Allah, we are deprived, O Allah, of so many of Your great, great bounties, O Allah. We are deprived of comfort, O Allah. We are deprived of the azure sky, We are deprived of the hattib, O Allah. We are deprived of the zamzam from its source, O Allah. We are deprived of the fine weather, Allah. O we are deprived of being able to rafa, deprived of oh Allah of the masjid, of oh Allah the jame masjid of oh Allah the masjid of our town of oh Allah, oh Allah it is a great source of deprivation of oh Allah forgive us of oh Allah forgive us of oh Allah Open the doors of our of your houses for Allah Open the doors for us, O Allah We come as sinners, of Allah We will come and beg you for our forgiveness, O Allah We will, I promise you, O Allah We will come as if we are coming to the house of the king of kings, O Allah We will come, O Allah In a manner most behoving to you, O Allah Allah, forgive us, O Allah Allah, we never bothered to make extra namaz, of Allah We never bothered to make extra nawafil, O Allah Allah, we used to make salah and run out of the masjid, of oh Allah. Today, when the masjids are closed, we want to run in, we can't come, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, you forgive us, O oh Allah. Forgive every Ummati of Muhammad Rasulullah. O oh Allah, we have broken ties with one another. We have usurped the rights of people. O oh Allah, we have harmed and caused people. We have spoken lies. Oh Allah, we have deceived and cheated people. Oh Allah, we have done so much wrong. Oh Allah, you in your infinite knowledge know every condition, oh Allah. Oh Allah, today we submit and put everything in front of you. We have done it, oh Allah. Oh Allah, we have done it, oh Allah. Oh Allah, it was our crime, oh Allah. Oh Allah, we plea and we beg of you. Oh Allah, we admit our guilt, oh Allah. You forgive us, oh Allah. Forgive every mother of the ummah, O Allah. Every father of the ummah, O Allah. Every son and daughter of the ummah, O Allah. Allah, forgive every house, O allah. allah. Forgive every leader of the ummah, O Allah. Every alim of the ummah, O Allah. Every sheikh, Allah. Every muhadith, mufassir, O Allah. Allah, you are so independent, O Allah. You have seen nothing, O Allah. You have turned to nobody, O Allah. You've just closed it all up, O Allah great muhaddithin great ulama great fuqaha you have closed your doors o allah we beg you open your doors o allah through the medium of your choices and pious servants amongst us o allah open your doors o allah through the wasila of muhammadur rasulullah open your doors o allah through the wasila of your ismul adama open your doors o allah through the wasila of your Ismaul husna o your doors of Rahmat of oh Allah Forgive us O Allah Allah Forgive us O Allah Allah Those O Allah That have passed on Allah Give them the highest stages Of Jannatul Firdaus Allah Allah Those that are lying Sick in their beds O Allah Give them Shifa O Allah Allah Give them Rahat O Allah Those that do not have Anybody to care for them O Allah You make means for them Oh Allah Every Ummati Oh Allah Whichever kind of difficulty He is in O Allah You know best Oh Allah Remove his difficulty, O oh Allah. If anybody is in debt, remove the debts, O oh Allah. If every anybody is in, in in difficulty, With the children being disobedient, make the children obedient, O oh Allah. If anybody is in marital problems, O oh Allah, resolve the marital problems, O oh Allah. Let every home become like the homes of Medina, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we beg of you this night, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we do not even know how to ask, what to ask, O oh Allah. We are so ignorant, O oh Allah. But O oh Allah, you are our Later. you are khaliq oh you are malik oh you are Rasik, oh you know how to give oh allah you know how to give best oh allah you give from your unlimited treasures oh allah you give from your unlimited treasures oh allah, oh allah give that which is good for us oh allah and that which is harmful to our deen dunya and akhirat keep it away from us and keep us away from that oh allah give us ikhlas in everything we do oh allah give us lillahiyat in sincerity in ...everything we do, O Allah. O Allah, let us become yours, O Allah. You become ours, O Allah. O Allah, don't throw us to the dogs of this world, O Allah. O Allah, those that have got together, O Allah, to destroy Islam, O Allah. We make dua for them, give them also hidayat, O Allah. O Allah, let not a single person go to Jahannam. That was a worry and fikir of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. O Allah, give them hidayat, O Allah. Bring them on iman, O Allah. Let them see the beauty of Islam, O oh Allah. Oh Allah. And for some reason in your wisdom, O oh Allah. If Iman and Hidayat is not written for them, O oh Allah. Then remove them from the face of this earth, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, you become, O oh Allah, you become in the middle, O oh Allah. Between the kuffar, awallah, and the enemies and shaitan, awallah, and the Muslims, awallah, you come in front of us, awallah, you protect us, awallah, you protect our masajid, awallah, our maraqis, Allah. our khankah, awallah, our darlums, awallah, our ulama, awallah, our muballiqeen, awallah, our mufassirin, awallah, our muhaddithin, awallah, those that are roaming the path of, the, in, in this world, awallah, in your path, with one fiqh, awallah, how to Bring humanity back to you, O Allah. O Allah, keep them abad, O Allah. O Allah, those maraqis also, O Allah. Under great situations now, Allah. You remove all difficult situations, Allah. You said, You will complete your nur, Allah. Show them it is your deen, Allah. You will complete it, Allah. And you will make it become successful on the face of this earth, Allah. Allah, we are weak, Allah. We admit our weaknesses, Allah. We have great wrong in us, Allah. We criticize one another whole day our Allah we throw at one another whole day law Allah Allah when we come to the Masjid of Allah we do not even respect the Masjid of Allah we are fighting Allah somebody is feeling very hot then he opens the window our Allah somebody is feeling very cold then he runs to close the window Allah somebody wants light somebody won't run light. Somebody is jumping over the other. Somebody is talking of dunya. Somebody is laughing. Somebody is making jokes. In your house, we have done all these wrong, awallah. We haven't come in a state of absolute humbleness, awallah. We haven't come and set Allah, And we said Allah, if it was hot, we didn't have supper to make supper. O oh Allah, our oh life it was cold. O oh Allah, we didn't have our oh Allah the endurance in us. O oh Allah, the young amongst us didn't respect the elderly. our oh Allah, the elderly had no. Compassion to the young, O oh Allah We have done all these wrongs, O oh Allah We ask you to forgive us, O oh Allah In your house, O oh Allah We had the nerve to do it in your house, O oh Allah We did not respect you, oh Allah Forgive us, O oh Allah Forgive all our shortcomings, O oh Allah oh Allah, let us in future When we come into your house Let us come in absolute humbleness Sit quietly, sit with respect, O oh Allah Give us that tawfiq. We ask of you to show us the etiquette of how to come to your house of oh Allah, so that we can appreciate you, and you can keep us forever in your house O oh Allah. Oh Allah, have mercy on the ummah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, there is so much to ask. We forget. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we do not know what to ask for and what not to ask for. Oh Allah, oh Allah, but you don't forget to give. Oh Allah, you are the greatest of givers. Oh Allah, you are the kings of kings. Oh Allah, oh Allah, you give to whoever. Whatever you wish, oh Allah, oh Allah, give us enough sustenance in this dunya that we do not become muhtaj of anybody, O oh Allah. And if You give us more, then let it be such wealth that brings us close to You, and let it not be such wealth that take us away from You and Your Deen and Your Habib, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min kulli khayri ma s'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka wa abduka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min kulli sharr ma s'adhaak minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka wa abduka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Anta al musta'an wa alaykal albalaq. وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ oh, Allah, grant the desire of every ummati of Nabiya Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa on this night especially, O oh Allah, don't deprive anybody, ya Allah. Please, we beg you, don't deprive anybody, ya Allah. We beg you, Allah, don't deprive anybody, Allah. Show your mercies and your kindness. We beg you, please, Allah, please, don't deprive us, Allah. اللهم صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين